0: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 88 of 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. Is the Kitmore re-record the start of a brand new trend? Hello everyone, and uh, it's, uh, it's a brand new year, 2022. This is our second podcast of the year, if you didn't catch the first one. Check out my sort of uh, coming down the line predictions and trends in country music, which were released, I think, a couple of weeks ago. In today's podcast, we are going to talk about Kip Moore. Uh, And uh, more pertinently, more pertinently, no pun intended, um, we're going to talk about whether his re recording of Crazy One More Time is a good idea. And we're going to look at some songs that might well benefit from a similar treatment. So if you've been living under a rock for a couple of weeks, you might not have noticed, but I'm sure most of you have, that um, Kit Moore has started off what could turn out to be a very busy 2022 for him by uh, releasing a re-recorded version of fan favourite "Crazy One More Time" from his debut album. Um, I've been a massive fan of this song. We were we were on holiday in Los Angeles in a must have, probably was 2011 when um, I heard "Beer Money." On the radio. So it wasn't something about a truck. I heard beer money on the radio. And, uh, you know, s- still buying CDs back in those days, which I still do now. Anyway, uh, I hunted down a, a Borders, because that's what you did in America back in 2011. Hunted down a Borders and bought myself a copy of Up All Night, Kip's debut album. Never heard of it, never heard of him. Um, and uh, n- never, you know, brought it home. The family fell in love with it. We became huge Kip Moore fans. Uh, but never, never realised that, uh, or never thought we'd ever see him live. And um, then when he was booked, was it the 2015 C2C? We couldn't believe it when he was booked to appear at C2C at 2015 because we had been listening to this album for four years, uh, and all of a sudden um, there he was on stage, and a, a love affair with the the UK blossomed uh, ever since so as a long time huge Kit Moore fan it was really intriguing to me to see him re-record you know one of his best songs from an album released over 10 years ago so what we're going to look at today is is that a good idea are there any precedents for this and what other songs do I think could benefit from the same treatment The most important thing i think to add about the kipmore re-record is that it is the start of a new cycle for kip and there is new music coming down the line and it's going to be on um a new album that he is releasing sometime in the summer i'd feel a little bit different about it if this was um like the only new thing coming from him for a while um if you read the, the the interviews that are out there with Kip about why he chose to record "Crazy One More Time," he was it started the sessions for a new album, um, and he'd got a couple of players in and a couple of guys, and and and, he, and to sort of put them in the mood and to get them ready for recording new music, he sort of started playing "Crazy One More Time" in a slightly different way, and they fell in love with this version. Now. You know, The elephant in the room to me, as somebody who's been listening to this song for 10 years, is that it's not that different from the original. I was expecting something a bit more radical, maybe. Um I don't quite know what I mean by that in terms of, I don't know, the sound or the speed or the style. It is just, it's crazy one more time. Do I like it more than the original? I don't. I don't know, because the original's 10 years ingrained in me of of singing along and uh, the evocative imagery and all this sort of thing it's lusher it's s- slightly richer it benefits from a uh a higher pro- higher production value is that the right word i guess um kip admittedly i think is a better singer now 10 years down the line so i think his vocals are stronger um would I have chosen to lead with it and send it to radio in a new phase of music? I don't know. It's a fantastic song. I hope it hits the top of the charts for him. Um, it's funny, isn't it? The precedent here is um, is Keith is the only one I could think of when I sat down f- to plan this podcast. W- what other songs that didn't get released as singles have been re-recorded? And the only, um, the only one I could think of was You Look Good In My Shirt which um, Keith Urban re-recorded, and actually definitely improved on. I couldn't think of any more. If you if you can think of any more songs that have been re-recorded by artists years after the, their original uh, incarnations, let me know. But definitely, de- Keith Urban does a bigger, better, more radical job on You Look Good In My Shirt than Kip does on Crazy One More Time. Um... And so it made me think, you know, are there any other songs from artists that I loved or love that would benefit from being re-recorded and sent to radio? Because Kip is sending this to radio. I think it'll do great at radio, Um, you know. And the idea being that there are these lost, forgotten gems sitting in artists' back catalogs that they, they really... Uh, would love to have sent to radio or love to have been big hits, but for one reason or another, um, you know, it didn't happen. With Kip, Kip has been cock-blocked by his own music for a number of years now. You know, he's released songs, he's had good top ten number one hits, but those songs have often taken so long to get to the top of the charts. The, a year goes by uh, and then you're into a new phase of making more music. So Kip has suffered from being cockblocked by his own music um, times before in the past. So in summation about Crazy One More Time, I think it's an okay idea. It hasn't blown my mind. I think the concept is good. I think artists should maybe look at their back catalogues and think, do you know what? That song is such a fan favourite. I really love that song, or it would work on radio now, whereas it might not have worked five, eight, ten years ago. So I do think more artists, I think it's Brave by Kip, and I think more artists ought to do this with some of their lost, forgotten classics. Uh, has it turned crazy one more time into something more than i always thought it was no so what songs do i think could benefit from the whole re-recording process What we're talking about here are songs that weren't released as singles in the first place. We're not talking about songs that should have been bigger hits on radio. The poster child for the song that should have been bigger hits on radio and never was was Diane by Cam. You know, it uh, it, it did spend five weeks at number one on iTunes, but barely cracked the top 40 in the USA when she released it. And, it, it, you know, uh, critics, music press, fans... Peers and colleagues of Cam's spent literally 18 months saying that this was the best country music song that had been released in ages, and it still failed to crack the top 40 in America, uh, largely because she was caught up in label politics at the time. So maybe Cam could think about re-recording Diane, but it was already released as a single. I'm going to highlight five songs that I think could have been huge radio hits and might well benefit from re-records or, you know, rearrangements. Uh, Number one, I'm going to go with Brothers Osborne's Heart-Shaped Locket. You know, Brothers Osborne, oddly enough, are probably the best duo around in country music at the moment. They are winning awards. They are Grammy nominated, but they haven't had a lot of success on the charts, on the radio charts since stay a little longer. I wonder whether they, they are so talented that they're considered really an album band. Um, and, and a lot of their you might not have noticed, but a lot of their recent singles have not had a lot of chart success. Heart Shape locket is possibly one of their most commercial and catchy songs, And I wonder whether, you know, they should go back and re-record a version of Heart-Shaped Locket and send that to radio. That would be my number one sort of missed opportunity. Um, Someone else who hasn't had a lot of chart success in recent years is Tim McGraw. You know, it's been six years now since Humble and Kind sort of dominated the charts for that year. Uh, I thought Neon Church which was, was going to be a huge song for Tim and it literally is my favourite song of his in the past decade and it completely failed at radio. Uh, he's released 7500 OBO recently to radio and that doesn't seem to be getting anywhere. The song from his last album, Here on Earth, that I think could do with a re-record and a re-send out to radio is Hallelujahville. That there is a massive lost gem that's sitting on an, uh, sitting on his album. And again, whether Tim now is, is too legendary or too legacy to be considered uh, trendy enough for radio, I don't know. But the two songs that I would lean with so far in the five that I think could benefit from the Crazy One More Time re-record is Brothers Osborne's Heart Shaped Locket and Tim McGraw's Hallelujahville. The third song I'm going to throw into the mix is one from Sam Hunt. Sam's had, you know, some massive number ones, Body Like a Back Row, Take Your Time, that sort of thing. Uh, For me, his best song is easily hard to forget, and that didn't get to number one on the charts, although it did get quite high. Um, However, he has released a couple of duds. Downtown's Dead didn't get anywhere. King Folks didn't really explode on the radio, and the Southside album seemed to come and go. I'm not sure whether that's a pandemic thing. The best song on Southside is easily 2016. And I wonder whether Sam should re-record and send that to radio because every person I talk to in the industry absolutely loves Sam Hunt's 2016 and it just seems to have been um, missed and a lost, forgotten classic. I think Ashley McBride, uh, again, is somebody who has struggled on the charts uh, uh, through no fault of her own. You know, American... Um, American Scandal is the song I think she should re-record. Um, go back to a debut album. American Scandal was an absolute classic on there. You know, One Night Standards from Never Will seemed to be around for ages and ages and ages, but I think it barely cracked the top 30. She's doing much better with Never Wanted That Girl uh, with Carly Pierce, and that's that's pushing and pushing and pushing into the teens now, I think that is on the charts. But I wonder whether... Uh, as she considers her next album and her next phase, Ashley McBride might take a, a leaf out of Kip's book and re-record "American Scandal" because that is an absolute anthem. Um, there is a duet between Ashley McBride and Kip Moore on Kip's forthcoming new album, which I can't wait to hear. As a side note, and the fifth and final song that I wonder whether could do with uh, the the Kip Moore re-record processes "Little Big Town Sugarcoat." That is a fantastic song. It, they released a lovely video, but I don't think it ever went to radio. Um, Little Big Town, uh, another act that haven't had a lot of chart success over the last years, and a bit like Brothers Osborne, I think are considered an album band. But Sugarcoat has a fantastic message, and I just wonder whether, rather than sending wine, beer, and whiskey to radio, which ultimately failed, I wonder whether they've had a missed opportunity with Sugarcoat or, Maybe the song's too serious, but it's such a beautiful song with an important message that I'd like to see that re-recorded on their next album phase. So there you go. There's my five songs that I wonder whether would benefit from re-record and re- a centre radio. Uh, Little Big Town Sugarcoat, Brothers Osborne's Heart Shaped Locket, Tim McGraw's Hallelujahville, Ashley McBride's American Scandal and Sam Hunt's Absolutely Superb 2016. Um, did Moore get it right on Crazy one more time? I think it's fine. And uh, if it if it proves to be a massive radio hit for him, which means... The pathway to his next album is wide open. That's absolutely brilliant. Looking forward to rocking out with him at the C2C Festival next month, we can say that now. Uh, Keith Urban absolutely slayed the re-record of You Look Good In My Shirt. That was a genius move. It, it that, that was more radical than the original was. Kip's done an okay job with Crazy One More Time, and I'm pleased that it's out there, and if it means more eyes are on him and it brings him more success because he is my favorite uh, country music artist, um probably of all time, if I'm being honest I've uh, you know um then great. Is it something more artists should do? Yeah, why not? I don't see anything wrong with going back and re-recording something, particularly if you make it better. Um, is it commercially viable? I think it probably could be. So, all in all, I wonder whether Kip might well start a trend and more artists should look at their back catalogues and think, we missed out on that. Thanks for listening today. It's been uh, 16 Minute Country with me, James Dakin, and I'll see you next time.